the woods with love and respect we offer to all. In times past and present, who have opened the doors of wisdom, reuniting all beings with their intrinsic purity. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. The recitation of this rosary ever expands the awakening of faith in the three jewels, Bodhi, Dharma, and Sangha. Bodhi, Saranam, Vachashami, Dutyampi, Katyampi, Salaha. I turn to the perfect nature of truth for guidance. Again and yet again may it be so. Dharmam Saranam Gachachami Dutyampi Tatyampi Sabha I turn to the teachings for guidance again and yet again may it be so. Sangam Saranam Gachachami Dutyampi Tatyampi Sabha I turn to the holy order for guidance again and yet again may it be so. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Dukkha, the noble truth of suffering. Dukkha Samadaya, the noble truth of the origin of suffering. Dukkha Naroda, the noble truth of the extinction of suffering. Dukkha Naroda, Gamini Patipada the noble truth of the path that leads to the extinction of suffering. So long as these four noble truths are not understood, we shall wander in sorrow and ignorance. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. All formations are transient and each check. All formations are subject to suffering, Dukkha. All things are without a self, Anatta. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Namo Prajna Paramita Hirdaya. Homage to the wisdom in the heart. Form is not different from emptiness, Emptiness is not different from form. This is the teaching of our spiritual ancestors, Gautama Buddha, and all the great teachers who have transmitted the Dharma to this holy day. Blessed is the knowledge of emptiness. Homage to the devotees of this and all paths of self-purification. May all find simplicity the joyous and practical guide. The Dharma, being the contents of enlightenment, in which there is no bondage and no suffering, offers freedom from the cankers of ignorance and fear. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Sangha is the holy order of spiritual ancestors, monks, priests, and all those who follow and practice this path. Homage to the Sangha. Homage to all who are approaching this holy path. 
homage to all who follow and establish this holy path. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. By compassionate comprehension that dissipates delusion, by compassionate aspiration that harms no one, by compassionate speech that makes for clarity, by compassionate self-discipline that brings no regret, by compassionate livelihood that brings no discredit, by compassionate endeavor that results in goodness, by compassionate mindfulness that proves this path, by compassionate awareness that leads to nirvana. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. With this recitation, I do confirm my acceptance of these three pure precepts. The precept of restraint in religious observances, the precept of obedience to all good laws, the precept to benefit all sentient beings. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. With this recitation, I do confirm my acceptance of these ten grave prohibitive precepts. Not to lead a harmful life, nor to encourage others to do so. Not to take that which is not given. Not to commit or participate in unchaste conduct. Not to tell lies, nor practice believing the fantasies of authority. Not to use intoxicating drinks or narcotics, nor assist others to do so. Not to publish other people's faults. Not to extol oneself and slander others. Not to be avaricious in the soul of the teachings. Not to be angry. Not to speak ill of this religion or any other. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. In the practice of loving kindness, in the practice of pure attention, in the practice of ever-expanding faith, in the practice of constant devotion, in the practice of inquiry through correct man. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Oh, happy blessed day. Oh, happy blessed place. Oh, happy blessed time. Oh, happy blessed path. Oh, happy blessed opportunity. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Here, in humble submission, in order to experience this most perfect now, I deeply vow and sacrifice all thoughts, all tensions, all pressures and desires. I am born of karma. I am heir to karma. I abide in karma 
and I am supported by karma. Whatever I do creates karma, and I shall surely experience this karma. The merit for all good acts I do freely offer to all beings, dutyampi, tatyampi, sadaha, again and yet again, may it be so. Willingness is the name of the key to the gate of awakening. For even to awaken from deep sleep and face the new day, there must be the willingness to do it. Here in my hand is the opportunity, and the way is clear beyond the gate of thought and desire. There is no self and other, as the awareness of pure, undisturbed consciousness slips into all consciousness.
We are here in suffering. And suffering is more important than anything. We will end suffering. If ending suffering is not more important than anything, we will not end suffering. If I am suffering, it is because I am choosing something over ending suffering. We are not here to create and cling to beliefs. We are here to pay attention. We are here to use everything in our experience to see how we cause ourselves to suffer so we can drop that and end suffering. What should we look at this morning? Scott. I have a bunch of pieces floating around and I can feel um, conditioning trying to put them together for me. <laughs> <laughs> Their awareness is that it's going to put together. And um, good to see. Yeah. Good to see. Yeah. yeah. So here's, a, here's some of the pieces. So Sherry wrote um, in the last... Monastery newsletter, a piece about um, about hatred, mm-hmm. and uh, it's talking about hatred as a process rather than what we often think is um, <coughs> hating. We're being hated because we did something wrong, mm-hmm. um, or you know, a group of people come together and hate some another group of people because of the color of their skin or their religion. Mm-hmm. And not to get confused, that there is just something called hatred that exists as a process, and what it does is it finds objects to hate. And so I've been reading that into my recorder almost every morning for the last, I don't know, eight or nine days, Mm -hmm. because I think it's really assisting to, I think what often happens is the practice is to believe that process of hatred is almost like is what I am is sort of true mm-hmm. and by reading that it's creating this distance uh-huh. to look at hatred rather than look through hatred great so there was a, um, something written by the guide in the last newsletter about hatred as a process and um, you've really taken it to heart and have been recording it and, and, and it sounds like working with it daily as a reminder of hatred as a process instead of it having it attached to 
content. Yeah. As in, in your case, it can be, you know, it can feel like something that's, forget the words you said, but, you know. It could be all kinds of things, but usually it's like, you, you know, you did something you wrong. You did something wrong that you're the cause of, yeah. of this hatred rather than seeing it as a process. Yeah, yeah. So it's really, it's been, um, uh, lots of other things like have been offering in this process, but there has been a lot of looking through hatred, mm-hmm. and it's just been really assisting with looking at it rather than looking through it. Mm-hmm. And as that happens, there's that um, disidentifying from it. Mm-hmm. I can feel the the life force mm-hmm. kind of rush back in. Uh-huh. You know, just like uh-huh. anything, if, if that is what your attention is on. Yeah. hatred, then nothing else can really get in. Yeah. And of course, it's just, if that's the lens, the, the point of the lens is to pull in all the evidence. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it feels like, you know, as any story, yeah. it feels really true. You're looking through that lens and, well, that did happen, that did mm-hmm. happen. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think essentially, like, punishment does make people good. And if you just stay on it and try harder and, you know, it can sound in some ways helpful, mm-hmm. but it's always a, a negating of the human being, of, of them even being a human being that's alive, really. Wow. Even being a human being, being alive, and, and just really that switch from looking at the process of hatred rather than looking through the process of hatred. Yeah. 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 So that's been, um, that's been pretty fun. And then... Um, I, I just read the musings this morning, also recorded that, and was listening to it, and I was like, whoa, 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 like every other paragraph, you know, like, um, but that was helpful, I, I'm not really sure exactly how all that fits in, but that was really helpful, mm-hmm. too, uh, I think Ashwini's been talking about that, how, what the system does is it negates life. Mm-hmm. So life force is what is, and in that illusion, it, it hates for that yeah. process, extinguishes, yeah. negates, almost like, I guess for me, almost like I don't exist. Mm-hmm. That's the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So just, wow, a lot of practice support. Yeah, you know, exactly. The Musings article and the, the article from the guide, and, and just seeing how that, that constant... Um, push to negate, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just going on, even negating this human life. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had this experiential experience on, um, I guess it was yesterday, we were doing some chainsawing, and um, I was getting some instruction from the guy um, doing it, and it was, I was attempting to make a cut that I've never done before, and it was like one of those things where I understand what you're telling me to do, but I can't seem to put that into an actual uh-huh. Um, I can't make that happen somehow. It doesn't seem like it's working out how right. I hear what you're saying, but when I actually do it, it doesn't seem like it's working out that way. And um, I, I had this like stunning experience that every time I was giving it a try, I would look up there, there was a guy and a fellow monk. And it, it occurred later what it was, was just this mirror of unconditional love that what I was doing had, was completely irrelevant uh-huh. to the unconditional. 
of, of what I am. Like it had no bearing on my wow. worth or who I am or how I'm doing or or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It, it was later. It was I think at the time it was a little bit disidentifying. Like there was like this kid trying to you know make it like an old thing where he's trying to there's a little yeah. bit of performance. Right. And then it was like I think normally I meant to look up into that lens again. Mm-hmm. And there, there, his worth is completely dependent on mm-hmm. how he's doing. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's always, you know, mm-hmm. for me and it too, one way to talk about it is oh, it's always less than. Mm-hmm. It's always some sort of worthless, some mm-hmm. not enough. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's just like, I, think, I mean, there was a reassurance, there was, I think it was actual cheer, there was smile, there was, it was like, mm-hmm. it was so, I was almost, I think at first it was like, whoa. It was like astounding. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, I did a good job. Mm-hmm. I got re- mm-hmm. reassurance, mm-hmm. not that kind of way. Mm-hmm. But just that it was mirroring, mm-hmm. like, what's true. Mm-hmm. That that's why mm-hmm. I am the unconditional. Mm-hmm. It was like waking up into what I am, mm-hmm. I guess, if I could mm-hmm. else to say it. Mm-hmm. So there was that great mirror that really was there to allow that reflection of the unconditional and allow actually the waking up into what really is. And it seems like a great uh, illustration of what you were just pointing to, yeah. of looking, either looking through the lens of self-hatred or looking at it. I mean, you know, there was that ability to actually take in what was being mirrored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is key, isn't yeah. it? Be, being able to take in, because it was sort of like, oh, that's what I'm, I don't, I was, first I was like, well, I've never really had that, where somebody instructed me to do something, and no matter how it went, mm-hmm. you know, sort of imagine like a little kid painting, and you look at it, and it's just like, mm-hmm. it's like a blob, and they're like, there's mom, and there's, and they're doing this, and you're like, okay, and the response is wonderful, honey. and it was like, well, I don't think I really quite had that, an instruction, and then a response, and yeah. however it was, was fine, and I was like, well, of course I did, how else would I recognize it? Uh-huh. I must have had it somewhere. Uh-huh. And it's just like that place of being able to let that in. Yeah. So then when I was noticing this morning, as I was going about it, it's like life's always offering that. Mm-hmm. That, that smile, that reassurance, mm-hmm. that cheering, that, that, that mirroring of you are the unconditional. I mean, springtime is almost hard. It really hard not to see that. Yeah. I mean, there's the new growths on the trees and, you know, the flowers starting to, you know, to poke through and the sunshine and, and the water and, you know, it's like, this is what you are. Mm-hmm. But you're right, there has to be a level of disidentification to allow what is true to take yeah. it in. Yeah. Life is always reflecting that unconditional. Mm-hmm. And it's just that, you know, that level of un- uh, disidentification that allows us to take in that unconditional. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, talk about a, a backdrop where nothing's really happening except... Life. Yeah, life. You know? Yeah, exactly. Just life. And and to just feel that unconditional, you might say love, or, you know, Mm -hmm. just that unconditional with it versus the difference when that's, you know, looking through the filter as we started out with. And I think just the last thing I'm seeing about that is so there's kind of those two parts of being clear about what we're not. Oh, I I know what it's like to look through the lens of self hatred. Mm -hmm. And then that calibrating to what we are. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am that new flower coming up mm-hmm. through the ground. I am mm-hmm. that sunshine. I am that mm-hmm. truth. I, I am that reflection of 
have unconditional reassurance. Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. That's why it's resonating. That's why it sort of stopped the human being. It was like astounding. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we know. Yeah. I mean, not not that ego know, but it's right. it's undeniable. Yeah. <laughs> There's a galleration. Yeah, just love that. And to stay with that. It, yeah. You know, to stay with that, not believe. I don't have to go into a big conversation, start looking right. through self-hatred again, and then come back. I mean, I know that's what often is the process, mm-hmm. but I could actually to stay with that. Yeah. It's just not a requirement to leave. It's a mm-hmm. possibility to stay with it. And I just, I mean, your facial and body expressions this morning, you know, mm-hmm. just that, that big, you yeah. know, when, when, it, when, what is, I have the words for it, but it, what's recognized is what's, here, yeah. you know, that, that, as you know, you pointed out in the scenario with the chainsawing, wow, yeah. that big, oh, I yeah. see the unconditional, yeah. you know, just that total unconditional yeah. and just seeing how it's everywhere yeah. and yeah. it's not required to leave. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that tuning fork. Tuning fork. Right. Right. And we can <laughs> feel that, that, you know, that calibration. Yeah. yeah. And then once, under, you're, once you're there, then it's like, well, likes for learning and enjoying. Yeah. You know, there's no problem with anything. Wow. And it's all interesting, you know. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> well, I've been um, looking at the power of recording and listening a lot since I've been here because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of space and time to do that. And um, and uh, reconnected um, with some tools that um, mm-hmm. that have just sort of I don't know just kind of dropped away a bit and um, so, and, and uh, one of the recordings I was listening to was um, this we had an assignment uh, it could have been years ago I don't remember. But we were supposed to say yes to I have, yes to whatever life you know. So I remember doing the assignment, and um, I, I was away, and I so I with my husband, and I I told him I said I'm going to say yes to whatever you want to do today, <laughs> you know, whatever. So I'm just letting you know, whatever you say, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> And he got into it, the playfulness of it, and we had so much fun. <laughs> we just, you know, we had the funnest time. So um, I, uh, I climbed up, you know, I kept waiting for that bench above the little mm-hmm. orchard to come into the sun. I kept going up and checking. <laughs> Are you in the sun? <laughs> I was in the sun, and I, I went up there and sat up there, and I... That was my celebration, and I just, I just said yes to, you know, like, um, just yes to life, to whatever, to the, the way the trees were, the pine needles were quivering, you know, or, you know, twinkling in the in the wind and in the sunlight, just to the clouds and the birds and. Um, and um, you know, and I, and I was recording and listening up there because there's been this sense that I've been here um, 
of, um, you know, I arrived, um, I arrived with, um, as if I was carried kind of on a wave of momentum. There's been so much momentum. And, um, and arriving here was like sort of the wave hitting the beach. Mm-hmm. I'm the wave, I hit the beach, but the momentum keeps going. That's kind of, so there was still all this momentum. But there was, um, there was nowhere for ego to play that out. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do what I had been doing mm-hmm. to manage the momentum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so in the, and I got to see that yesterday, and I got to see how I've been being told that um, I wasn't doing a very good job of being... And then, you know, recording up there and um, and uh, recording with the mentor, and the mentor just coming and saying, heck, you know, I think you're doing a really good job of being. You know, it just helped me to see what has been going on and um, support me and um, check in with me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I have to remember to check in with that. Mm-hmm. So all those things somehow just, to me, just really speak to the power of, you know, what can happen in the just being and the, um, the space and the time and the listening and the recording and the, all of it that I've been given. Yeah, so just really... Um having a, a, re, a renewed relationship with recording and listening. And there was, you know, wow, just that person that arrived at the monastery with a lot of momentum. A lot of things had been, you know, a project going on in, in the life. And then suddenly, you know, there's, the, <laughs> there's coming to the monastery and the way the momentum is still you know, going forward and there's and there's nothing for ego to do at that momentum. There's no way to, you know, discharge it. There's no doing. And yet, and yet there is this committed practice and picking up your recording and using that tool to what could be a really very, very um, uncomfortable <laughs> Yeah, time, painful time, and in fact, you know, Salkate wanted to say you were doing it wrong, mm-hmm. just because there was not a lot of doing, and there was yeah. the mentor, you know, just in the kindness and reminding you of that exercise of yes, and you know, the the bench and the sun and the, you know, and just yeah, taking advantage yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, there was so much. Um, uh, oh, you know, just. All kinds of things I've seen with the recording and listening, but just even the um, you know, just seeing how, watching conditioning. I mean, but it just kept for for quite a while. Kept telling that you know you're really wearing out. You're welcome. This wasn't meant for you to come for this long. You know, this isn't what <laughs> you know, and blah blah blah. You know, and and. Um, and yet, you know how life orchestrates, and um, 
you know, and I, I realized that as usual, I don't pay a lot of attention to what I'm signing up for. I just know I want to come. You know, I, I just want to be here. It doesn't really matter what is being offered. I just want to be here. So, you know, so we, we recorded about that a little bit. Like, you know, like it, 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 it's fine to come to anything, but it's also fine to really pay attention when you're signing up. Like, read everything and don't, you know, like... You know, and, and that's a process that you that that I see in my life. You know, that I just show up for stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, and um, and I'm so I'm very I'm just very very grateful to have had this time. I think it um, it was just what I needed, and um, the momentum has you know the wave has broken and receded, and I'm just here now, and, mm-hmm. um, and it's been really lovely to um, to have so much time for recording everything. Mm-hmm. So, so you're just really being able to receive now, but yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, Yes, and you get to hear that voice saying it's uh, wearing out its welcome. We can only hope that, yeah, it's doing its projecting. Of, yeah. You know, <laughs> want it to think it's you wearing out your welcome, but it's wearing out its yeah. welcome as you arrive and just, yeah. It, and, you know, one last thing is that the, the, um, the focus for my next, for this next 30 day retreat has already arrived. And, and, um, you know, just to, to be facilitated by the mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, that how, um, just how good that's been on so many levels about a lot of content. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so just know. really increased practice with being facilitated by the mentor. Yeah. And it just feels like it, the next focus. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I just want to get on the recorder because I have this insight and then I'll back into it. But uh, the truth is, <laughs> I am a religious person. And what I mean by that is that um, when I made my thing for the 30-day retreat, my commitment, mm-hmm. there was all this, you know, you've gone a little too far with what I put into my schedule. So the so uh, Monday, March 5th or whatever, I can't remember date. Anyway, whatever date that was that we started the mm-hmm. retreat. Mm-hmm. The Wednesday was uh, Ash Wednesday, which was starting a Lent. Mm-hmm. And so they went together nicely. And so I picked this thing, this practice, where I would get up really early in the morning and I would do uh, yoga and sit and do walking meditation and the daily thing, you know, for the retreat and record and listen and then some readings I do. So I mean... And the reaction in the system was, I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. That's too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do one or the other. You know, it was just mm-hmm. all this resistance. I mean, who do you think you are? I mean, it's it going to make you really tired. You're not really strong. You know, just this whole thing that I've seen through the whole thing. And so um, it was nice this last week where we were doing things that celebrated, you know, and and uh, I had this experience just in meditation today. I was breathing. It was sort of, I could just relate with what was being described about looking through the hate 
versus observing it, but not observing it from a place of hate. <laughs> uh-huh. So that can happen in my system. As soon as I sort of see the self-hatred, it's like almost instantaneously I'm then looking through it again, like, mm-hmm. oh, there you go again, you know, in self-hate. Or what, you know, yeah. kind of the subtle way that it says that in the system, that there was just a, okay, I was using that, you know, here's what we're doing right now. You know, what we're doing right now is breathing and listening to the water. And there were still things that were uh, sort of appearing, you know, in the um, awareness, which was um, this tension. Like I was watching and feeling simultaneously uh, that, I don't know, I don't know even words for what I was seeing, but maybe that karmic tension that usually I'm on one or the other. Usually it feels as if I'm either really present and I don't feel the tension, or I'm tense and identify. Mm-hmm. But there was sort of this, I don't, you know, maybe this, I, I can't even exactly mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, except that, that's what I was looking at. Was it, maybe it was that um, barcode and Jesus thing, uh-huh. sort of just, um, but what occurred to me was that there's a process of uh, judgment that happens all the time that doesn't allow me to see just life living, both the karma, you know, void karma or whatever, and the freedom. It, it, it sounds like maybe what you just, what you were just describing is that process where, you know, you were seeing, um, there's either I'm relaxed in here or I'm tense and, and um, identify. And it sounds like the Jesus and the barcode, you were able to, able to see both of those simultaneously, not in, not in either or. So yeah. yeah. And in that, then it seemed like, you know, and then I just, okay, what I'm doing now is counting my breaths, you know, I'm listening to the water. And uh, then sort of this other thing, the reason I say I'm religious, is that there was, I think that um, that, that thing that happens uh, somehow that tension somehow gets me convinced that something's wrong, you know. But that like that one side, you know, that duality, one side or the other, it takes that and then creates a duality. So in that way, it was trying to get me at the beginning with, you know, you're really this way. You know, this is what you can do, and this is what you should do. You know, these small spiritual things that you have, you already have enough in place. It would say. Yes. What you should be doing for your spiritual life. Yes, although of course it lies. Because what I notice at the end of this process is I'm so excited for the next year to get to every 30 days practice with something. Because at the end of this, there is a clarity. Like the, this morning, right before I came, <laughs> I made everybody in the house do this went in thing called the examine. But it was a really it's a really nice one where you reflect on how you've seen God in your day. Mm-hmm. And um, after I did it, you know, who knows, the teenagers were like, oh no, was it play or whatever. <laughs> Andrew and I really got into it. But there was kind of this I was in awe about what Ashwini said to me. Oh, she didn't say it to me because she was facilitating the call. But in the very first of the call I was talking about this thing 
that I put it in, I'm getting all this resistance, and then I do this thing sometimes where I'm in a hurry and I'll get off the call really quick and miss the last three yeah. Okay. And what was suggested, I think, was that perhaps the reason ego has me get off the call is then I can feel bad about the three minutes I wasn't and miss that I was on for 27 minutes or whatever, or even I got on early and so it was really good. So it seems like it does that. that so in this reflection this morning, uh, you reflect on your day, like yesterday. And what I saw was, there was a lot of awareness of life and God, for that in quotes, but for me, God, you know, in the beauty of the day. I mean, I was connected all day, and there were some slips of getting caught in impatience and righteousness, and all of things, you know, might happen. But the truth is, much of the time, and I would never have been able to see that. Mm-hmm. If we had, if I, if I don't believe, I believe that's the culmination of of practice. Yes. Because my mind has felt kind of, I don't know about you guys, but I can't even think much very anymore. You know, after this moment, you know, I can't look to conditioning to figure something out and mm-hmm. place it in mm-hmm. its appropriate whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I've gotten out of the habit of that. These. If I just pay attention to the breathing and do walking meditation and record and listen to that, it's like that that system that thinks really concretely and is right is weakened. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know that wow. So anyway, that accessing what I would have done is it would have said, well, you know, it would have focused on the slips I had yesterday. You know the judgment of somebody in an email I wanted to send and then, you know, it would have focused on, well, you're a really bad person because this even occurs to you. Mm-hmm. And that when we practice what we've been practicing, there's an ability to step back and say, well, all of it's okay. All, all of it's okay. okay. If we're all not it. stepping into that judgmental hating system. If we're not, like, we like spoke about in the beginning, yeah. you know, if we're not looking through that lens, yeah. it's all okay. And just, wow, imagining, you know, reaping the benefits of the first month of the um, year-long retreat. And just yeah. seeing that, you know, not only how it sets you up on the calls, like, to get off at the last three minutes so you can focus on, you know. Yeah, how late I am for getting off. How late I am for getting off the call. To just have that wonderful experience, it sounds like, of um, focusing on the, what was it called? The, um, oh, the examine. The examine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And to see all the gifts that yesterday, I mean, the, the presence and the, you know, just the, what was given and received. Yeah. And celebrated. And celebrated. Yeah. And, and, and that would have been missed. Yeah, that would have been missed, much like the recording and listening that Karen was yes. speaking about, and, and without that stopping and really focusing the attention on what's so. I know. And what is so, also to me, I really like how you phrased, of course, now I can't remember, about not, uh, you know, just noticing that the system of hate is out there and not needing to say, and it's bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's out there. It's out there. We slip into it, mm-hmm. we slip out of it, you know, and, um, and we need to, you know, and a real commitment. I'm so excited to have seen, because I'm going to add something this month to my, my intense spiritual practice, and that goes to, I'm religious. 
I'm not new to practice. I'm not needing to try and meditate every day. I've been doing that for years. And it's okay to challenge the, you know, to now add on to the end of my day. Um, anyway, I, I too, it's been revealed what I want to do. So what I, I think I hear you saying is that you meditate every day. That's a given. It's yeah. not negotiable. Right. And so now that, you know, it's okay to, it's, I'm a religious person. I'm committed to this, and now it's okay to expand. Right. I'm going to add. And it's not like I have to stay with, I'm going to meditate every day. Because okay, right. when, you know, right. that's, that's already a given. Yeah, it just is. Yeah. And, and these things arise, and the sister of hatred or whatever says, it's too much. It's too I mean, don't you know you do this and this and right. this? I mean, come on. And you have this and this and this. And I'm not going to say, yes, I do. I like that, yes. Yes, and I want to do this. In addition to, because it's going to say, I can hear it, you know, but, well, you did that for 30 days, and Liz, it's almost over. You know, we don't need to do that anymore. We don't need to do that anymore. But I'm so reminded how often we speak in the practice about um, being allowed to do only so much by that system. Yeah. Keeping us on, you know, keeping us on a leash, and you're experiencing that. Yeah. It's okay, Susan, to do this much. Right. But you can't, well, now that's way over the top. Yeah. To add another thing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and besides, you only get to do it for this little period of time. Right. I mean, the 30 days is up. 30 days is up. <laughs> you know, let's go back. Exactly. But it's smart enough to not say that, but that's what it's saying. It's, let's go back. So, anyway, so good to have each other and see the thing. It's really good to have Sangha and to, oh. and to yeah, have the, the benefit of everyone's practice. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Don't know what I'm going to say. Don't know. Uh-oh. So there's a point that I, we were, I think, you know, maybe it didn't, uh, a long time ago, I think, at this point. Uh, and it, the title of it is God Says Yes to Me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, can, I can't really recite it. But I'm not just kind of <laughs> So something like I ask God, and it is a point the the person speaking kind of uses their own issues. Like I ask God if it's okay if, and so I'm going to recite using my issues, some of them, some of the list of issues. <laughs> uh, but um, I ask God if it's okay if I uh, break the commitments I keep to myself. And she said, yes, that's okay. And so then I ask her if it's okay if I, um, if I forget to do things that I, that I intend to do. And she's, and God said, yes, 
that's absolutely okay. And then I ask her if I, if it's okay if I, um, sometimes <laughs> uh, and at a loss for words about half the time. Uh, and she said, sweet cakes. And who knows where she gets that from. What I'm telling you is yes, yes, yes. And uh, I've just been living in that, trying working at living in that, bringing attention back to that. Because it's one of those kind of fun things that just undermines the judgment and the pseudos in uh, the whole, the whole energy that takes everything and turns it against demon. It really undermines the hatred. Is that yes? That yes, it's okay, it's okay, and yeah, it just it just blows the. I mean, takes the fuse out, and uh, <laughs> that's the term. Just that you know, just takes all the juice out of it yeah. to have that yes, it's okay, yes, yes, yes. And it's another way of saying there's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You could never do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can think that it's not the moon. I talk about recalibrating, you know, just in saying it, we can feel the truth of that. <coughs> is constantly pulling at that, but what, what an amazing um, thing that we find ourselves in a practice that, that mirrors and reaffirms over and over and over again there's nothing wrong, knowing that we're going to get pulled to that other side over and over again, and then we come back and put ourselves in proximity of that mirror. By the way, that poem, I'm glad you mentioned it. I was 
I love that poem. And I was in practice when I first saw that. It was posted on the bulletin board. And it was like, wow. <laughs> wow. I could just really feel the, um, yeah, the truth of that. The sweet cakes became one of my <laughs> favorite words. <laughs> sweet cakes. Just have to say that and you know it's okay. <laughs> I'm just so grateful to be here this morning because um, I, I'm grateful to be in this conversation rather than the one that I've been in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, it's, for me right now, it's difficult to look at what's going on out there and say there's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I've been in, I've been in a funk. And um, what's been so helpful is being reminded <coughs> that it's nothing personal. You know, it's not about me. And uh, I can get so caught up that it's about me. Or that somehow it engages me. Let's put it that way. It engages me. In really uh, unhealthy ways um, to this being. Um, and, and I somehow, the, and I love that poem too, by the way. And um, it somehow the reminder of something from practice a while ago reminded me that um, these these um, year-long retreats with the Daily Radio Show began mm-hmm. in, the, in 2016. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, after there's a sense among many people that there was something wrong, mm-hmm. and um, and the thing that Sherry kept saying was, "This is nothing new. Mm-hmm. You know, this has been going on other places for a long time." Probably forever, mm-hmm. and so it brought me back to that too. That um, the, the issue right now is I'm taking it personally and thinking somehow um, I don't know <laughs> special word, a different word, but somehow special. You know what I mean? Somehow mm-hmm. it's just all about me and yeah. us, and and remembering that um, this is just how, unfortunately, sometimes life unfolds and has for a long, long time, and. Um, and the and the uh, opportunity is to is to breathe and and get that distance and and look start and not be looking through the lens. I love the comment about you know looking at hate, hate without hate because um, I feel it, I think this is a time when there's a lot of hate at work and to look at that without hate or for me despair. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is the opportunity and, and I am grateful to be in this conversation because this is not the conversation that's happening there mm-hmm. it's just great gratitude to be in a conversation about life Yeah. and as you know it's like you know, who knows but what we're watching is conditioning and both that, that process <coughs> that, that, yes. that process of hate mm-hmm. And, and to just realize it's been going on for time immemorial, probably, and that it's not a personal process. Yeah. And that it's, um, when it becomes a personal process, it's quite painful. And listening to you reflect that, too, it's not a personal process for anyone. For anyone. Including the people I would like to blame. Including the people I want to put the finger on. It's not a personal process for anyone. And it really brings us around the gratitude again that we find ourselves in a room yep. that we actually can um, 
know that it's a process. Mm -hmm. And we're not caught up in that. You know, we have the opportunity to not be caught up in that. Uh, that's me. Right, right. And that's, you know, and I have to hate that person and that person's family. I just even hate what's going on. And hate yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And also just grateful that, because well, before I spoke, what was going on in, in, in me was until I got to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Wow. So I'm just grateful also to, mm-hmm. <coughs> to with the assistance of everyone else who has spoken previously, mm-hmm. break out of mm-hmm. that particular trap. Mm-hmm. Break through that, and yeah, boy, it's one way it loves to control us. You know, whatever. I yeah, I can't speak. I'm too identified. I don't know what to say. I don't blah blah blah. And to just yeah, to be in a room where it's okay to do that. Well, and and and, and to be have it modeled and mirrored for me. That we don't have to speak from that place. Yeah. That there, that there always is another place from which uh-huh. to live and to speak and. and um, so get back in touch with that place. It's a gift of this conversation. Yeah. Yes, that's an important point. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always another place to right. to come from, another place to speak from, another place to um, see from. Right. Yeah. And as I was walking, I was recording as I was walking down, <coughs> spewing into my recorder in this particular case, which is sometimes helpful to do too. And um, and I I watch. You know, what conditioning would like to do is, is have me just pull the plug on any engagement out there. You know, just, just, just turn it off, to ignore it, you know. And I know that that's no way. That's not, that's not how to go either. And so, um, um, the other part of being engaged in this conversation is that reminder that it's possible to be engaged and disidentified. Um, that there is that place to stand. Mm-hmm. It doesn't require the either ors, the two bad choices. You know, that um, there's always that other place to stand. Mm-hmm. And stay, stay engaged, involved, and not um, uh, just caught in the moment. Well, it's just not, it's not, a, it's not a duality. It's not a case of two bad choices. Right. Yeah, there really is, there is another possibility a place to stand where it's not about us, mm-hmm. and yeah, and to say what's life, what's next life. Yeah, yeah, and to, and to stay in, and to stay, stay in, in. Mm-hmm. and also I was acknowledging that I've been in, in a particular whirlwind activity, which is, I think, ending, <laughs> uh, becoming slowing down, and. Um, and I and identifying those things that those kinds of activities that truly are nurturing, ah. truly are nurturing, mm-hmm. and um, the kind of things I don't have time for when I get caught up in this kind of thing, mm-hmm. and 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 to and to literally build them into my calendar. Mm-hmm. To say, mm-hmm. um, I, this is I'm going to do this. I do this now because mm-hmm. I because it is so nourishing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to make choices in one's life that nourish. Mm-hmm. And to really fill fill time with that, right? Rather than those others, who knows? <laughs> you know that the, the I should or whatever. You know, is is but to really feel that relief, that like. Well, yeah, and and to see that as that's the balance. It's not the dichotomy. It's not a place I have to go and stay because I can't be out there. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the 
and and I don't want to be so out there. I don't have time for this. But this is the balance that create that that just makes life whole, right. as opposed to life being in the, caught in the middle of those two bad choices all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just moving to that place that makes life whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> the line in the um, newsletter from the guy that feels like is the thing that brought me to practice originally was that something like hatred exists in society because it exists in the heads of people who comprise society. Um, and what I've been practicing with is just watching on a very just kind of that like what you know edge of my seat colon kind of how is this happening how that happens inside of me and that's what brought me to practice is a a deep realization that that process happens internally the process of hatred happens internally mm-hmm. and um what my behavior change during this last little piece of the year-long retreat has been something along the lines of, um, well, basically, what I realize is that process of hatred can take really what feel like subtle forms, very, very subtle. And I've been seeing how almost any conditioned process feels like an expression of that hatred. Planning, organizing, mm-hmm. um, comparing, um, all of these things. And I'm sure this isn't kind of the final stop, but what I'm seeing right now is that, for me, they seem to be, those conditioned processes seem to be an expression of, um, you have to make a place for yourself. You have to be something. You have to do something. You have to... And so I was struck in that with that poem that an interesting... It's kind of an interesting expression of that poem, I feel like, that what I've been doing, that the thing I've been practicing with is you don't have to do that. So when I come to a place of planning or organizing, or especially mm-hmm. partly because the thing I've really been focusing on for the 30 days is meditation as an expression of self-care, not leaving the moment as an expression of self-care, mm-hmm. specifically in meditation and broader, mm-hmm. just as I go about my days. But the ultimate expression of self-care is just to be here mm-hmm. and how exquisitely well I'm taking care of when I'm here. Mm-hmm. And so that anything that takes me from that feels like take, takes me from the the inherent expression of self-care. Yeah. Okay. And there's nothing I really have to do to take care of myself other than stay here. Stay here <laughs> and stay here and, and allow the care that's being exactly. presented. You know, it's such a good point that, you know, we may think of hatred as, you know, you know, and, you know and, and why do you like right and Yeah, exactly. And to just look at it as an internal process and it's those comparisons, it's those planning, it's the, anything that pulls us out of this moment mm-hmm. is a hating process. Exactly. And that actually, as you say that, that the, the Musings article felt like such a 
beautiful expression of that negation that Ashwini keeps talking about because it's the thing that I keep getting to all over the place, which is that something arises and the the immediate response is no, not that. Like, how do I explain it? Um, you know, so for example, irritation at something that's happening around me, and then it's like, no, not irritation, right? <laughs> but just this thing of, I, I've been talking actually to Ashwani about it, like that beautiful place of, what is the place where nothing is negated? Mm-hmm. So everything, it's like, it's like getting bigger and bigger and bigger, expanding to a place where nothing, I mean, nothing's wrong. You know, God says yes to all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so seeing the, um, seeing the planning coming up and seeing that, and not negating it, but just, I keep picturing kind of like holding her face in my mm-hmm. hands, it's just mm-hmm. this expression of intimacy, and a sense of, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You have a place. It's your place, mm-hmm. and no one can take it. Mm-hmm. Just in that sense of, um, and that feels a bit like a stepping stone, because I think ultimately mm-hmm. the personal doesn't need to be in there either. Mm-hmm. But I just get this sense of like, kind of a, a young person in the sense of like, someone who's trying to do something that's way not her job to do, but just like scrambling around, mm-hmm. trying to like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. be good and can hold this together and you know get the pieces in place so much so that it almost becomes like an identity of like this is what I like to do this is who I am this is what I am and so it, it doesn't always feel quote negative but whenever there's that message of like basically it's okay it's okay I can feel the system begin to relax and I can see how it really is a practice. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. is a practice because the habit to like, yeah, whatever, it's okay, but just bulldoze forward mm-hmm. with who I am and what I do, and I do this and I do that, and I, I'm this mm-hmm. way, and mm-hmm. you just know, in, um, just in your in your speaking about this morning, I'm sure we can all feel, you know, that it just oh that tightness, mm-hmm. you know, the the planning that I gotta, you know, and, and that that oh boy that hell bent it, yeah. it feels like a survival tactic yes exactly exactly and and then you know to that beautiful image of just um you know it may be a stepping stone but you know to just like you don't have to do that yeah. and to okay. it's okay you don't have to do that and if you need to just take her face in your hands mm-hmm. lovingly and hold it and just look into her eyes and say mm-hmm. you don't need to do that mm-hmm. there's another there's another option and you know I just saw a connection as you said that um, that that feels like it's an image that I, I can't remember who brought it up so you might remember the details but Someone came at Martin Luther King Jr., I think yeah. it was, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Just with hatred and violence. And that I project you did the equivalent of that. Absolutely. You don't have to do that. You don't, have to, you don't do that. have to do that. And that feels like, that I feel like is what I has called me is that, is it possible to end that hatred here? To just hold her and say, you don't have to do that. That's exactly, I mean, 
And that does seem to be what we're called to, you know, to just look at what is going on in the world and whatever and to say, what, where does that live here? Mm-hmm. The one place I can actually affect. Yeah. And, you know, to just, I, I know with the Martin Luther King, it's just so easy to say, well, gee, he must have been a really but to look at you know where that resides where that kind of love yeah. resides in us and it does yeah it does it does because we saw we can hear about that story and go oh that's pop I, yeah I know that yeah. I know that and the patience to stick with it and the patience to and stick to with not it. know if that will happen mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. to not know yeah. you know will hatred be ended here I, I don't know mm-hmm. but it seems worth getting a life for seems to just stay to just stay mm-hmm. with that process because staying with that process is an expression of the love and it is an expression of the love. And I don't know, it kind of goes back to what was talked about earlier about, <laughs> in some way, just the schedule at the time. Like, what is nourishing me? Yeah, exactly. And to stay, you know, to make our lives committed to those things that nourish. Exactly. And that is exactly what yeah. we're yeah. looking at here. And, and to watch that on such a micro level. Like I was watching this morning, I was just having the best time. I've been having the best time. Um, it is a karma that, I, that <laughs> I'm gifted with, which is that I love physical things. I love taking care. So I just, for hours on end, I could just rake and sweep and chainsaw. And it's just, it's a karma that has been gifted to me. And there's a calibration, mm-hmm. right? And literally at a certain point this morning, it was, let's do our assignment. Mm-hmm. And part of the assignment is to sit down and listen to my daily recording, and that's a practice for me. That's like a, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of energy. I'm like, let me just, just while I'm doing that, you know, like, <laughs> the practice is, why not? Mm-hmm. Right? We can just sit here and be, just practice being still with it. You're going right back to holding her face and saying, yeah. you don't have to do that. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to do that. Exactly. And to realize it's super important to be paying attention at that level. Super. Because, you know, it's like in the same way everything is negated, everything is used. Mm-hmm. That's my experience. Everything is used. Mm-hmm. So where it feels like that, that's been a great gift that I've been given. Ooh, that can get used. Mm-hmm. And the way it's going to get used is with hatred. Well, look how much I'm doing. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> you know? And it's like, what? I, that's not what's going on for me. That's not where it's coming from for me. But it's going to use that. I mean, the other thing it does is like all this energy, and it's like, wow. I mean, what? We could write a book. We could do. Oh, you know what? We should. Oh, I could. And to realize that's the hatred. That's the hatred. In such a, a strange, subtle kind of a way. And that's not to say there won't be a book or whatever. But I mean, it's yeah. It takes the gifts given by and and destroys them or yeah. or. I can't think of the word, but it uses them. It uses yeah. them. Yeah. It, it, it twists them. Yeah. 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 Which sense. is one of the most brilliant assignments I thought of the month that I'm so excited that someone else is saying that we're going to do this cyclically. Was the what's the truth embedded in the conditioned lie? 
right? That assignment where it was like, what's the, what's the self-hating message and what's the answer, the truth that it's embedded in there? Because it always is. And so if you hear people talk about the thing that they're tortured with, the gift that's given to us through that person is in that piece of self-hatred. It's embedded in there. Wow, it's just so... It's just so awesome to be able to destroy the system by going to how you know using what it work, what it yeah, what it how it's working as a key to freedom. Yeah, Yeah. this also makes so funny because he said that's the guy. But it's like what conditioning does is it's reflecting back to us. So often, you know, we're not hearing ourselves like with reflective listening, right? I'm not really hearing what I'm saying. Mm But it's reflecting everything back to us because it can only use what's coming from life. It's just that it's reflecting it back to us in meditation. So if we can just go, oh, got it, flip, you know, then we're got we're on track. We're on track all the time, and then it becomes <laughs> it becomes an ally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a total game. It's a total game. Thank you.